Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What's up, everybody? This is Rob Brandt. And this is Rick Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brandt. Welcome back for episode 96 of the Brothers Brandt podcast, Texas Tech, Ole Miss, and an impromptu Baylor game in Waco, Texas. An impromptu doubleheader. Rick, this road trip that we're on is one of my favorite road trips of all time, sponsored by Golden Tickets, doing five games in five days in the great state of Texas. And we just came off a fantastic Friday night fireworks and the Houston Astros episode. And now we're going down to Houston for the AdvoCare kickoff classic. This is Labor Day weekend. And things are just popping off in sports with college football and, and Major League Baseball. A lot of things are happening. Rick, this is an amazing day, right? Would you agree with that? Rob, it's one of my favorite days because of, like you said, the impromptu doubleheader. Sure, we've been on dozens of doubleheaders throughout the entire country before, but this one had some spontaneity to it. And the stories are legendary. We were with the godfather himself, Golden Tickets, Ram Silverman. And first and foremost, we again, Rob, were decked out in tuxedos for the first game between Texas Tech Red Ravers and the Ole Miss Rebels. Yeah, this was at a neutral field. So this game was being held at uh, where the Houston Texans play their game down in Houston, Texas. And 
this stadium holds 80,000 people, but on this day it was divided. 40,000 Red Raider fans, 40,000 Ole Miss hottie toddy fans over here. And uh, these are two fan bases that are, uh, are storied with, with players and history. And uh, they showed up that day. They were in full force, both teams. And we got to witness an incredible game. And we'll get into the game in a minute and how that played out. But Rick, let's talk about before we went into the stadium, what did we do before we went into the stadium? Well, there was a lot of fanfare going on, Robin. NRG Stadium is a pretty cool venue. They've hosted Super Bowls. Um, the Super Dome, uh, which are the, excuse me, was the Astrodome uh, many years ago, is right by there. And there were so many people tailgating. I recall there being some epic, Robin, epic buses, like tailgating buses, some of the best you've ever seen. Some of them, I think, were even painted like with the Red Raider Texas Tech logos. Um, these are diehard multi-million dollar fans that just go all out for Red Raider football games traveling the country, and they spare no expense when it comes to how they tailgate. It was, um, it was like we pulled up to an RV, uh, like, sales thing going on because there was just like rows and rows of RVs. And when you go, when you're talking Ole Miss, like you have to go to the Grove, which is uh, Oxford, Mississippi, where they play their games because it's the best. It's rated the best tailgating in the entire country. But again, they did not disappoint on the road. They brought the tour buses. Texas Tech brought their tour buses. There was barbecue. There were hottie toddies going and flowing in the parking lot. It was fantastic. Girls were, girls were dressed to the nines. It was, it was a beautiful sight to see. The um, hospitality and- was outstanding, Rob. People were more than welcoming us onto their tour buses, showing us all around the cool features they had with the TVs. And it was really just Southern hospitality at its finest. Yeah. I remember going into one of the uh, tour buses and we're on a golden tickets tour bus, which, uh, you know, we think is amazing. Right. And, and, you know, it, it, it is a very cool experience, but then you walk into these 2018 at the time state of the art where like the tables rising and then you have like a 60 inch TV that drops down <laughs> uh, almost like a projector screen. So it was awesome. It was a lot of fun, great fan bases. Um, and a great way to kick off the year because this game was nuts. It was a barn burner. We'll get into that. But before we get into it, let's talk about what we did when we got into the stadium. So Rick and I are decked out in our red tuxedos with our Texas Tech hats on and uh, both red bow ties and red shoes. So we are all out Red Raiders right here, which usually we want to be neutral and one be, you know, go for Ole Miss, the other one go for uh, the Red Raiders, but we didn't have the tire for that. So we just doubled down on the red and, and stuck to our guns, Texas Tech Red Raiders. And uh, Rick, talk about how we got into this VIP park. Sure. So you're absolutely right, Rob. We were decked out. We looked phenomenal and we came in with a lot of energy. We arrived early. You may recall, Rob, we actually got on and spent a little bit of time with the pregame radio show. I remember that distinctly because one of my all-time favorite New York Jets players, Jericho Cotri, who was 
uh, a very good wide receiver back in like the 2010 year when they went to yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. Great, great player. Um, he was a part of that uh, host show and got a chance to interact with and meet him and see him again. But I remember us getting involved there before we even walked into the stadium. And then once we got into the stadium, which um, was pretty cool, there was a VIP Texas Tech fan base, alumni, hospitality, just massive suite that was rented out and catered all you can eat and drink and games. And I remember there was a lot of cornhole going on. You and I got in on. Yeah. Um, they had the mascot in there and cheerleaders, but it was almost like people were coming up to us trying to take pictures of us. Yeah. And what was interesting was, I know we mentioned this in a previous podcast episode on this tour a few episodes ago, when you and I, Rob, we were in um, College Station at a Texas A&M football game dressed in our maroonish colored suits, where we met this family that had two young girls, probably the age of like four and six, and the mom and dad were really nice. We ended up getting a picture with them, and they posted it to their social media accounts, well, what was so ironic was two days later, we were down in Houston, hundreds of miles away at this game. And it so happened that that family's friends who were big Red Raiders fans, just like that other family was big Texas A&M fans, they were at this game and they saw us and they came over to us at one point, Rob, before the game and said something like, hey, you're, you were at the Texas A&M game with with Cheryl and her two kids Brittany and Chrissy or something and it was just really funny that uh they had recognized us from their interaction with us days earlier yeah that was great that was really cool to take a picture with them and I remember so you know for all of our listeners out there like the the recipe for the success is getting to places early going above and beyond and dressing the part right don't just wear the t-shirts go above and beyond wear the tuxedos, wear the suits, get the lapel pins, get the lanyards, get the hats, get everything matching. And then the kicker on this trip, Rick, was that we had Ram, who's the owner of Golden Tickets, taking photos of us. So we, he looks like paparazzi. We look like we belong. We have lanyards on that say all access, golden ticket lanyards say all access. And then we have Kevin with um, not like a GoPro, but like a stabilizer so it looks legit like he's doing a movie film of us. And we go in with a lot of confidence just right into that tailgate. They slap a wristband on us. And Rick, you slap a wristband on the brother's brand. You're, you're in for some trouble that day. Um, Game over. Game, Game over that, buff, that buffet out of commission. So, so we, got these, we, got these, uh, we got these wristbands in the morning or like before we went into the stadium, then we got into the stadium and then we found out that these wristbands get us access to like that buffet area inside the stadium. So that's when we get in like escorted into this area and Ram and Kevin have the wristbands on too, just because people thought they were with us, which they were. And, uh, and then we're hanging out having a great time at this buffet and we're no stranger to NRG stadium. We've been there. Uh, I've been there twice. You've been there once. Uh, prior to this game and we know the lay of the land pretty well but I remember Rick you just go hey guys I think there's a service elevator over here somewhere because this was the field that we got onto the field for the Texas Tech um, 
or the the Texas uh, the Houston Texans Jaguars game. So like you kind of knew the lay of the land with the the elevators. And you're like, guys, come here, come here, come here. And we go on to the elevator, and we just there's a person in the elevator, and you have to tell them where you're going, and and you just go, yeah, uh, field access. And you know we have our suits on, we got wristbands on, we got lanyards, we have a camera crew with us no questions asked right down to the field access. And then we come out of the elevators and we're kind of frazzled on where to go because it's black tarped everywhere. Like there was black tarps and we didn't know, like, honestly, which way the field was. We were like, do we go straight? Do we go left? Do we go right? And, and you with a lot of confidence just go, guys, this way, this way. Like, like you were taking us to like your secret treasure trove and <laughs> you open up the black curtain and we can see like, the light coming from the field and we're like yes that's where it is and um we're like we're like devising a plan we're like all right how do we do this how do we do this because there's a security guard sitting right there and i'll never forget it we just go all right me and rick are going to walk with confidence you guys just follow us and 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 start taking pictures of us and like with the camera like get in front of us and all that stuff and make it seem like a scene and that's exactly what we did. We just walked with a lot of confidence by the security guard who was just sitting there. He didn't even say anything to us whatsoever. And we just walked around and then Ram's on the field and Ram's like a kid in a cage shop. He goes, I can't believe that worked. <laughs> and, you know, we're taking pictures, we're blending in, we're getting pictures with the Red Raiders uh, cheerleaders. Uh, we're getting pictures with the players. They're giving us, they have this, uh, they're the Raiders. So they have guns. So like we're doing like the gun salute with them. Uh, dude, it was a blast. Rick, anything to add to that? Rob, I couldn't describe that any better than what you just did. That was picture perfect. It played out so well. Uh, I tell you what, Kevin and Ram were outstanding already on the trip. But at that point, Rob, it was solidified to me that these guys were down for whatever, wherever, whenever. And we were all in. It was like the four amigos we're just ready to get after it and do whatever had to be done so that we continue to get down onto the field at all of these sporting events. Yeah. Yeah. Something shifted in Kevin and Ram's head. They were like, cause I think we threw them for a loop at Texas A&M when we got onto the field and they just go, the fuck was that? How'd they get on the field? <laughs> they turned around and we were on the field with Tim Tebow. Like they didn't know what had happened. And then in Houston, they kind of got a little bit of a look-see at it during the Astros game, but I give them a ton of credit and they played everything perfectly. It was wonderful, all good fun. We spent the whole pregame down on the field. And, and then, you know what we did, Rob? We went back up into our seats because that's what we're trying to do. We're not trying to be egregious with it. We're just trying to have a great memorable experience like everybody else who's got a legitimate wristband that we don't have possession of, that we nobody ever gave to us, but we're just like them. And so we get back up into the stands. And you remember we sat in one of the end zones right by the Texas Tech Red Raider band? Oh, yeah, that was so much fun. And we kept, we kept getting on the Jumbotron. There's so many awesome pictures from this trip, this five days in five uh, games, excuse me, trip. And I think one of my favorites was us on the Jumbotron at NRG Stadium where they play the Super Bowl. Yeah. That wouldn't be the last Jumbotron we get on for no. the trip. Oh, by the way. No. Pre-closer no. to the next episode. The greatest so, Jumbotron of them all. 
we uh, we had a mutual friend who was there in town, so we met up with them. Uh, we saw a great game between Texas Tech and Old Miss. Let me tell you. Let me tell the crew how it went. Yeah, so we went. So this was a great game. Um, the game, Ole Miss came out slinging. They put up 24 points in the first quarter, Rick, in the first quarter, okay? And Texas Tech, it was 24 to 7 after the first quarter. It was 17 to 30 at, at halftime. And then things kind of started to fizzle out for the Red Raiders, and it ended up being 47 to 27. But it was an absolute – um, it was an absolute barn burner. Um, you know, one quarterback threw for 336 yards. Um, there was a running back on, on Ole Miss, Scotty Phillips, who ran for over 200 yards. So pretty wild right there. And we got to watch some of the best athletes that are playing in the NFL right now. We got to watch three amazing athletes play. And believe it or not, but all three of these athletes played on the same team at the same time in college. We, watched, we witnessed A.J. Brown of the Tennessee Titans playing with D.K. Metcalf of the Seattle Seahawks and Dawson Knox of the Buffalo Bills. All three of these players are um, arguably top 10 in their position. Um, so pretty unbelievable that Ole Miss had them. <laughs> there was a play I remember DK Metcalf made where he just, it was almost like he Odell Beckham to pass right before halftime. Yeah. And I, as a fellow former college football wide receiver was just in awe of what went down. And yeah, Rob, that was, that was so much fun. We had a blast and I think it was basically time for us to hit the road yep. and head back up North, which our real destination was Dallas, Texas, because we did have one final game that we really kind of wanted to get to um, the next day. But what surprised us, which we didn't take into consideration before this trip, this was a true, true impromptu football game. And we were unaware, but we looked at the map, we looked at the schedule and said, wait a second. On the way from Houston to Dallas is a small city called Waco, Texas, home of Baylor University. Do you have the jitters halfway through the day from drinking too much coffee? Are you tired at two o'clock after the coffee wears out? Are you ready to take a nap, a midday nap just to get through the day? Well, not anymore. Brain Fuel was designed from a scientific point of view with function in mind, not by some big wig beverage industry veterans looking to capitalize on trends. Brain fuel was developed through an authentic desire to give mental athletes the fuel they need to be successful. Use the code BRANT15 on brainfuel.com to receive 15% off your order. That's brain fuel. B-R-E-I-N-F-U-E-L and use the code BRANT15 for 15% off. And Rob, I got to say. NCAA 2021 March Madness basketball champions, I should say. That's on the men's side. Their women's side, Brittany Griner for a long time. 
they um, they've had a great basketball program there for a long time. And then, of course, Robert Griffin III, Heisman Trophy winner, alumni of Baylor University, probably the most notable bear um, to have ever graduated from from Waco. And, and Rob Joanna Gaines. There you go. The Fixer Uppers, <laughs> Network, you name it, the Magnolia, whatever they're on these days. Great people. I think they're fans of the pod. I think they listen. Until they tell me otherwise, they're, they're fan of the pod, friend of the pod. So here we are, we're driving up and we say to ourselves, let's do it. Why not? Why wouldn't we do this? This is what this is all about. Going to live sporting events with people you love and spur of the moment. We didn't have any tuxedos, folks. But what we did have was the godfather, Ram Silverman, where he was dubbed that afternoon the godfather of the ticket industry, not by Rick or Rob Brand. No, no, no. This was by a complete stranger of ours, but somebody who knew the legend of Ram Silverman. Wow, that was, that was an amazing intro right there, Rick. And uh, I, um, I'll, 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 I'll echo that and I'll tell the exact story. So what had happened was we rolled up to Baylor. We have no idea where to park our, our, um, our golden tickets bus. We finally find a place to park our golden tickets bus and the bus breaks down. Like it's broken down. Like the AC is not working. I think the AC stopped working on our way up to Baylor and we were just dying in our suits. We were just like, we have to take these suits off. Like we were just sweating like absolute, you know, I don't know, pigs. It was great. Yeah, it's Labor Day weekend in the state of degrees, Texas. A hundred degrees. Brutal. Brutal no AC in the van. <laughs> and, um, we're, uh, you know, we're, I think, I think Kevin was like, Hey, I'm going to try to fix this. Like while you guys are inside and, and, and looking at the, uh, at the game, like, I'm going to, I think I'm going to stay here and, and try to fix it. And then, you know, me, me, you and Ram start to make our way up to, uh, to the stadium and the stadium's beautiful. Rick, tell them about the stadium and then I'll tell them how Ram got the nickname. Rob, it would be my honor and privilege to talk about McLean stadium. Personally, Rob, McLean Stadium ranks up there with the best of the best for me and you. They are not the 100,000-seat stadium like University of Michigan, Big House, the Horseshoe in Columbus, Ohio. They're not the swamp down in Gainesville, Florida. No, Rob, these guys are on the next tier. They're on the next tier, okay? So the McLean Stadium, just to give you an idea, they hold roughly, roughly in this stadium, they're about 45,000 people. So again, it's about half the size of those major college stadiums that a lot of people see on TV, but it is picturesque. It's stunning. It's brand new. It's a horseshoe. And at the end of the horseshoe is a lawn where students can sit out on and enjoy the games and they have a nice jumbotron there. But the number one feature to this stadium, which I think does it for you and I, is that it's built on the riverbanks in Waco, Texas. They've got a river that flows through the city. And much like Heinz Field of the Pittsburgh Steelers NFL Stadium built right on water, fans can actually take their boats to the game, dock the boats, and this, this dock area becomes almost like a wharf 
tailgate party vibe right alongside the stadium. You can dock your boat and within two minutes be inside the stadium. That's how close they are to each other. It's genius. It's beautiful. And we were there on a picture perfect Saturday afternoon. It was amazing. It was amazing. And we were watching Abilene Christian University <laughs> against uh, the Baylor Bears. So not the matchup that's desirable, not the great matchup, but you know what, that's what happens, you know, on these double headers, you're going to get the double headers and triple headers where you're going to get the team that has the warm up game. Not everybody has a big baller game in the first weekend. Like some teams have warm up games. And you and I, Rob, we're stadium junkies. We love stadiums. We love uniforms. We love the story of universities and programs. So for us, yes, we love a big marquee matchup all day, every day. But and, this here, one... and here's what's really cool. So I love and talking about the stadium junkies. So let me talk about Ram. We'll talk about what happened in the stadium and I'll, I'll give a little tradition here. But um, so we're leaving the golden ticket bus. We're walking up to the stadium. We don't have tickets, but we're with the, we're with Ram who's in the industry. So Ram walks up to a scalper. Like he just sees a guy scalping tickets and he just goes, Hey man, can I just get three tickets? Um, I don't know. Cheapest ones you got. And, uh, and the guy was like trying to give us a hard time. He was like, he was like, yeah, yeah. What, like, what, what do you want? Like, what, like what, what seats? And like, and, uh, and he's like, I don't know, man, just give me like decent seats. Like nothing too crazy. And uh, I don't know, he was like trying to like charge us like, I don't know, whatever. We'll call it like 50 bucks a ticket or something like that. And then this is where Ram Silverman gets the nickname, the Godfather. Out of nowhere, some other guy, it was this guy's boss that was like haggling with us, just comes up to us and goes, yo, 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 you know who that is? You know who you're talking to right now? That's the Godfather. That's the godfather, Ram Silverman himself. Golden tickets. He put this on the map. That's the godfather right there. You don't talk to the godfather like that. <laughs> Rick, we were dying. It was like straight up out of old school when they're talking about the godfather. That's the godfather right there. You and I looked at each other dumbfounded and with like this another, another code of confidence that we were with a walking legend. Ram was like, no, I'm not dealing with this. And he was going back and forth. And this guy comes in and puts an X on it. And then Ram ends up- For like, whatever, face value or something like that. Yeah, a fraction of what this guy was trying to haggle us for. And Rob, at that point, I mean, the trip already was incredible, but for me, that was was like- That was amazing. and the way he brushed it off too, because we walked away and I just go, Ram, do you know that guy? And he goes, no idea who he is. <laughs> but the legend so, of Ram Silverman reigns supreme. They knew who he was. He didn't know who they were. And that's no problem. That's Rob, no problem. We went into the pro shop and Ram still busts our chops for this. But classic brothers brand move. Keep this in mind for all you listeners out there. If you're in a pinch, I don't recommend it. You know, Go the eBay route, get what you want. It's a bad look. It was a bad look for us that day. It was a bad look. You know, I take that back. I take that back. It's not something I'm proud of, but I've done it once, twice, call it a dozen times, whatever. (laughs) Um, So here we are. Is it making a habit? I don't know. (laughs) Brand new stadium, beautiful pro shop, a lot of merchandise here. Okay, folks, 
anything you want, hats, gloves, shirts, bikinis, you name it, they got it. And we walk in and we find some nice merch. Well, it was the summertime. I saw a few things I liked, but all right. So here we are. We are, we are shopping now. And you got to keep in mind, the Brothers Brandt do these trips on shoestring budgets. Razor-thin margins. <laughs> Virtually everything's at a loss. <laughs> that's, that's an IOU. 270000 might want to hold on to that. Ram has doubled down on transportation, tickets. At times, he, I think, bought us a couple of hot dogs. But I don't think Ram was in on the merch perch here. So Rob and I peru around, and we, we find a few things we like. Peru, a couple really. Perus. We peru. I know it's Peru's, but I always use the word Peru because I like to think of the country. I like to give a little shout-out to the people of Peru when I say it, so... It's just a little something that you oh, Machu Picchu shout out there. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. We're 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 shopping. We're shopping. It's like Macy's over here, and uh, we find a few things we like. Let's just say that, and we buy them. We give them cash. We pay for them. We paid for the merchandise. I we want that to be crystal paid. clear. We kept the receipts though, which is you cool. hold on to the receipts, hold folks. You're gonna hold on to that receipt. Anyway, we'll get back to it in a little bit. Because then we go and um, and I love uh, the tradition of uh, Baylor. Like the fans are genuine. They're 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 ruckus. They're they're all in good good Christian school. Good Christian school. Um, but they are in um, they are huge supporters. Basketball, football, you name it. They're all about it. And one of my favorite things that they do, Rick, is they have a tradition at Baylor where the first I believe it's the first game of the year every freshman gets to dress in yellow and they start in one corner of the end zone. It's called the Hill. And they run from one corner of the end zone on the field to the other end of the, the other end of the field in the other corner, and then go up into the uh, freshman section. Um, and it's just a cool way to kick off the year and kick off your uh, time at Baylor. Like, you know, what an amazing experience, you know, to, to do that. Um, and the field is really badass too. The turf is, it's alternating green colors every 10 yards. So it's a pretty cool pattern that they have there and state of the art too. Um, but we get our tickets and our tickets were pretty good. They were like probably 30 rows up behind one of the field goal posts and we're enjoying the game and it's Abilene Christian, right? Versus, versus Baylor Bears. And, uh, and it was, it was a barn burner too. This one was 57 to 27. So we saw some insane offensive performances that day um and we also saw denzel mims he was on baylor he plays for the new york jets now and jim michael hasty who is a running back now for the 49ers so got to see some pro talent on that day uh but rick and i decided you know it's not really a brothers brant game if we just sit in our seats like everybody else and we got the urge and the bug to walk around and we were like, let's get on the field. Let's get a cool picture on the field. And um, Rick, why don't you take it from here and tell how we got onto the field? <laughs> All right. So there's many ways to get onto a sporting field. And it all depends on the stadium and venue you're at. And, you know, the quality of security and how you're dressed, your enthusiasm. There's a lot of factors. This, how is, one of, this is one of the greatest moves, Rick, because we didn't have suits on. 
So he told Ram he could join us or he could just stay there. And Ram decided to stay, decided to chill. Um, and then you and I took it upon ourselves to find uh, a way down onto the field. Yeah. So essentially you got to find how do you get lower? You know, you're in the bowl, you're up from a vantage point, basically looking down on the field, but how do you get lower? Are there elevators? Is there an escalator, a service ramp, all these different things. And it's not too hard to find. It's pretty simple, actually. You find it. Then you have to get past security. So I remember you and I, we, we walked to the, one of the ends of the horseshoe, and there was like a ramp that cascaded down. And we eventually got basically where we needed to be, which is that, that underneath tunnel below the lower bowl. So you have the lower bowl where everybody's sitting. But what most fans don't know is that underneath all lower bowl seating, right below your feet, is a tunnel, a service tunnel. Normally, it's probably wide enough to fit two cars going in either direction. Uh, they try to do that so that golf carts and um, different types of delivery trucks can get in and out. And so that's where, if you can picture it, we were essentially trying to get into. And there was a security person on staff that was manning or not manning that particular area. And you and I, uh, I believe it was me who, who hopped on and started talking about on the phone, but I believe that we took the phone and we made it simulate it like we were on a conversation with somebody. And we were talking about things on the phone that were of very high importance. We were talking about people's livelihoods. We were talking about their careers, their resumes, their interviewing skills. <laughs> so here, 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 here's what we're doing, Rick. <laughs> we're walking in this corridor that echoes. And Rick and I just decide to get this idea. Why don't we just start having a really loud conversation? Instead of, instead of being sketchy and like trying to sneak on, Let's just be as loud as humanly possible and act like we're supposed to be there. And that's what we did. We just started walking towards the security guard, knowing full well she was right there checking credentials. And Rick and I just start going, yeah, so um, I, don't, I don't know if Kakoza is going to make it past the second round of interviews. I just don't know. Like, I, I, I want to let him in, but I mean, his personality is fantastic, but his, his criteria is really not there. Like his, his resume experience really needs to be beefed up a little bit. What do you think of that, Rick? And Rick, <laughs> I said something along the lines of, you know what? I think he's got potential and I'd like to hire him. He's definitely a valuable candidate, but the only problem is we're going to have to let Craig go. And, and Craig's done so much for the organization. I just don't think that, you know, he's got a family, he's got kids, he's got people he's got to feed him. if i let craig go and you know he's got to have to find a new job and i don't want to fire i don't want to fire the guy because if i fire the guy then what is he gonna do? and to our listeners we probably sound like absolute psychopaths but having this made-up conversation but that just goes to show you the banter that rick and i can have on a whim of just like knowing each other for over 25 30 30 years at this point of just you know just having a great time and <laughs> bouncing ideas off each other. There was, Rob, let me just say this. There we was were going no, on for like five minutes. <laughs> at no point did we previously talk about this. This wasn't discussed. <laughs> this wasn't a plan. This was just follow my lead. And boy, did one follow the other. We kept it going. We had to have passed like half a dozen security guard stops along the way yeah. where 
we were Rick. we were very much and, and like you were you were getting animated like you were you were going we have to get it done we have to get it done rob and like <laughs> like causing a scene and i was like i don't know if we can do it rick we got to call him on monday we can't call him on saturday <laughs> No, call him right now. All right, he's got to hear this right now. <laughs> and and for, and you got to think about it from a security guard's perspective. We're talking about hiring and firing. And we're getting real animated, and, and we're just acting with a lot of confidence. Rob, Rob, to the average security guard who's making twelve dollars an hour at this game, we have to look like two volatile executives. <laughs> that at any point could fire anybody inside that stadium. And we passed by half a dozen security guards. <laughs> we passed by like six security guards. None of them had any, they didn't want to have anything to do with us. They wanted I think to I, I, think I saw down. one do that. I think I saw the one do the, the I'm not looking. <laughs> he intentionally looked away. <laughs> Just so we wouldn't and, uh, make eye anyway. contact and fire them. Anyway, the game's going on. Like the game is in full swing here. And Rick and I just walk right out into one of the end zones by the pylon and just snag a couple of awesome picks and hang out for a couple of minutes and then wave hi to Ram. <laughs> and, then, and then Ram just go, we could see him from the seat just going, fucking guys over here. <laughs> he, he was dumbfounded. He couldn't believe that we were down there. I remember too, Rob, they had a pretty sweet um, like lounge area. It kind of looked like a club almost. They did. And it, it was designated for their top tier recruits. So anybody that was a high level recruit, yeah. they were bringing them into this like suite for food and drinks and hanging out probably with their parents and talking a little bit about the university. Mm -hmm. And then they walk them out onto the field before the game, probably during like warmups, but it, it was a sick stadium. Awesome. Uh, that was a cool feature that not a lot of stadiums do have. And um, man, oh, and, man. One, and one thing that they do really, really cool too, that I didn't mention is um, University of Wisconsin does this, but Baylor does it as well as after every touchdown, they play the jump around song and the place just gets rocking. And this this game we were at was 57 to 27. So they were jumping around a lot. There was a lot of jumping to be had. We had a ball on this impromptu double header. And now it was time to get on out. Uh, I'll tell you, Kevin did a heck of a job. He should be a mechanic if he's not already one. He got that bus up and running. And we had one last stop to make before we left Waco, Texas. And that was back in the pro shop. Okay back in the pro shop not our proudest moment but we took the shirts and the hats that we bought and just simply returned them <laughs> <laughs> rob i remember we kept the tags on so like there was a tag on the hat that we both just like stuffed up into the hat and then like the shirt tag we tucked them in in the back i think there was one in the sleeve that i kept my arm close to my body the whole time uh, uh, we stay closed so that the tag wouldn't come out and, um, and ram looked at us and just goes you are the cheapest sons of bees ever <laughs> he was dumbfounded he goes you're not gonna keep that <laughs> you know what's so funny is i kept the souvenir mug <laughs> You kept the souvenir mug. I've looked around. I couldn't return it because I couldn't return it. 
No, I don't think the concession stand was going to take it back. They didn't want my drinking. saliva. <laughs> I can see the drool on it, all right? I'm not taking this. <laughs> oh, man. That was hilarious. We got, out, we got out of Dodge. We had a great time. And then, and then we stayed at the Godfather's house. He hosted us. Right. We got back up to the Texas-Dallas uh, area. And uh, this was Saturday night. We had a game scheduled for Sunday that you don't want to miss in what might have went down as the greatest day, moment, memory, photo, TV appearance the Brothers Brand have ever made. We'll talk about that in episode 97 of the Brothers Brand podcast. But for all you listeners out there, I'm Rick Brand, And I'm Rob Brand, and we're the Brothers Brand. Thanks for listening. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.